0: Hello, and thank you for joining us. This is Brian, your host of the Parish the Thought Show. The opinions of said host and our guests have not been sanitized or scientifically tested, so please consume at your own risk. Ladies and gentlemen, and whoever else is listening, welcome to the program. We're doing something a little different today. We're doing a live, on the street, in the chair, interview with my barber, Keikoa Rout. So sit back, buckle up. Enjoy the show. So, tell me, man. Thanks for joining me first. Yeah, dude. Um, we talked about this a month or so ago. Yeah. So, I've uh, I've never known a barber. So, dude, tell I me, know. tell me, tell me how long you've been doing this?
1: Okay, I think so. It's kind of funny the barber community, or like anybody that cuts their hair, anytime they get asked that question, it's like they'll include their school time so two years i've been cutting hair for two years almost in august but uh professionally i graduated um august last year So so i've been maybe eight nine months if i'm doing my math right
0: and how long have so to do this at what point did you say i want to do this
1: yeah, no, that's that's like the best part of the story, man. Yeah. for sure. One of the
0: why behind it.
1: Yeah. Well, we had this uh, family friend. My dad did, did uh, corrections for a long time for the state prison, and then he. Um, real quick, remind me. Do you want to do like a uh, like a one-two-two two fade? Is yes. That's what we did last time. Yep. Okay. Perfect. So, my dad worked corrections for a little while. He worked with this guy named uh, Steve Rocuzzella, and enough. he ended up quitting and my dad stayed in corrections for a little while um he ended up being a barber he went to barber school so i never knew honestly that my hair could even look good i was just going to sports clips and all these other places yeah. for the longest time and then my dad finally told me like hey i got a barber friend i'm gonna take you there and i already thought that was cool i was like sweet like i can call i can say i have a barber right right And uh, I met up with him, and um, he just made me feel good, man. Like, we talked, and he was real genuine, made me feel like I was his friend, and um, made me look damn good, dude. Like, I ended up coming out of it, like, being like, wow, I had no idea my hair could even look this good. So I was, like, pretty much started going to him by myself after that, after my dad took me, and then um, we... Kind of did that for a little while a few years my dad kept working the corrections i was working at a bunch of different call centers and stuff and uh he just told me how much money he made he told me how like basically this job's just pretty much doing a favor for your friend and then um he kind of convinced me to be a barber so i was like okay i'm gonna do this thing i'd never gotten my um high school diploma though so I had to get my GED first before I was going to be able to um, go to barber school. So I was like, okay, whatever, I'll just work at this call center um, for a little while and this will just be kind of like means to an ends for now. Um, my dad ended up leaving corrections. and. Um, Decided to go to barber school. I got fired from my call center job that I worked you, for that for, you for like hated. two years. I hated it anyways, and it's like I kind of noticed this pattern with most of the jobs that I worked at, where I was getting fired after like a year or two because I just kind of stopped caring. Um, I ended up working at a legal department though, and and I I got a DUI though, and somebody who I was working with in Germany looked me up. Um, before i had the court case and ended up sending it over to my boss and with the charges and stuff that were on there they were like yeah you can't work for for us with these like we'll see like bring the the police report to the um to hr or whatever and we'll we'll look at it from there right So I was like, okay, well, charges are pretty damning. I think I'm just going to quit and save myself the trouble so I can get jobs in the future, right? So after the court case and everything happened, though, I ended up getting all the charges dropped, um, and everything just ended up being an impaired driving. My lawyer hooked it up and it ended up being fine. Nothing nothing too crazy on the record. So, um, yeah, man, after that I was just like, you know, I don't want to be able to, like, like I feel like a good person. Like yeah, I made a mistake, but I didn't feel like I had to like lose my job over it and yeah. everything. You're I'm, not
0: de- you're not defined by your mistakes, which we sometimes no, sure. do.
1: And it sucked, man. Like yeah. I'd never been to jail or anything like it was the worst. Like I went there, there's kind of like you know, there's zero customer service in jail. For yeah. sure. Like <laughs> nobody cares about you. No. Jail, and I never really It's it's like
0: herding cattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah like I was I, ha- I had when I was in college. I got arrested one time for a, some paperwork that didn't get filed, so I got arrested. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was a lovely experience. It's That's crazy, crazy, another
1: man. When common sense goes out the window and people just start like, you know, this is the law. Like, sorry, it's just my job. Yeah, we whatever, gotta we blah, gotta do it. Yeah, blah. yeah. And it it just ended up being weird. So, I mean, whatever, man. I just I I, I learned about some some stuff for sure. And. um Yeah, after that, it just kind of was like, look, I need to like not be in situations like this anymore. I need to be in a job where it's like, you know, it's something where I can just, I can make mistakes and it's not going to affect the rest 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 of your your world. Yeah, rest of my world. Yeah, because I remember just getting home, just like bawling to my girlfriend about like. You know, hey, I just went to jail. It was like 3 in the morning. She, like, How'd that asleep? conversation she, go? She had no idea. Uh-huh. They, they took all my weed, too, so I had like I couldn't even chill after that. It was, I was so sad, man. But I just, after that, got another call center job. And um, I don't know, man. It was just like same old thing. You know, they try to hype you up with all these, like, the snack wall and give you drinks and fatten you up and make you happy while you're working at this job that's sucking your life away like literally i call them soul-sucking jobs for sure yeah because like you can live on them man but it'll make you depressed so
0: you're just yeah you're not really there's no purpose you're just a cog in a wheel
1: well yeah and you're getting yelled at all day because like some fedex driver forgot to deliver the package on time or something you know yeah it's it's not your fault but you have to sit there and apologize like it is and basically be this person's like therapist for a little while yeah like the thing I think I loved most about the call center jobs that I did work is I was really good at talking to people I was good at communicating and you know talking people down talking and, them off the ledge Yeah. I was like okay well this is like a skill I have. that's a so, good skill to have well yeah and I thought okay the only way I can use this is basically like with call centers so I'll just keep working at call centers so like you know four call centers later in five years go by where mm. I keep getting fired from these jobs, jobs after a year, year. For attendance or whatever it might be. You know, like, ever since I got this job being a barber, dude, I haven't missed a single day.
0: Because you right? like it. You enjoy it. Yeah.
1: So you- I, yeah. I don't hate my life. <laughs> like, I want to wake up in the morning and actually, like, work hard. And, yeah. You know, I, was, I wasn't even excited for this. You know, being able to even just see you again, man, and hang out, like... You can have a lot of impact on people with this job, you know, in a weird way. So anyways, my... My dad kind of had the same situation going on. He was working for with troubled youth in um, in Orem. Which is hilarious because before he was working with prisoners, now he's working with these these troubled kids who're like 16, 17. So I think it really kind of had to like chill him out, trying to trying to keep
0: him out of prison. Yeah,
1: but I mean, you know, he started having to deal with like the politics of any kind of any kind of job like that, corporate, whatever. Like where bureaucracy, you know, exactly. It's like if you don't wear a suit and tie to your interview, all of a sudden you're you're not as qualified as the yeah. next guy. You know, they don't look at it like. don't look at like who you are actually which yeah which i hate um so he decided to go to barber school man and i was like okay i need to i need to get on board because my cousin and my uncle actually started going around the same time too they'd gone a couple years prior and just hadn't finished because around the around october a couple years ago my my uncle died so uh, their, you know, their brother had passed and they decided, you know, now that my dad is going back, my cousin, my uncle decided, you know, we'll go back to and complete the program. So I was like, man, how cool would it be to go to barber school with my dad, my cousin, and my uncle, who, by the way, we all lived next door to each other at the time, and now we still actually do. That's cool. They live across the street from me. Um, and then next door to each other. So I was like, man, this would be this would be dope. Like, and we had all these grandiose ideas of maybe starting something together. So last year, around this same time, July, I think. Um, no, so my dad graduated in December last year. He was going full time. I was still working at that call center job. I finally got fired from that one too for attendance. I got really sick or something, and whatever excuses, right? I just yeah, I just hated it. So, I got fired from that job and was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go to school full time. I'm just gonna get this done and get it out of the way, so I can start, you know, my career. I start doing something that's like meaningful to me. And uh, yeah, so we're all kind of spread out over Utah County right now. I work here in Spanish Fork. My dad's working in Payson. Um, My uncle. Is working in uh, Orem right now at Daryl's barbershop and, and then uh, my cousin's working in in Pleasant Grove that uh, is cool that is yeah. cool that's a
0: whole kind of a family thing that's
1: yeah that's very cool someday we might still end up doing something together like as far as a barbershop is concerned but I don't know how much I want to work with my dad yeah and I don't know how much <laughs> my cousin wants to work with his dad so we've been talking about maybe doing something together just me and him, me and my cousin, but I don't know man, running a barbershop's hard and you really got to put like your heart and soul into well, it.
0: Anything, yeah, everything's everything takes work, but if you're if you're enjoying it, it's worth it. And just oh, for sure. if you didn't if you don't do it, you'll always wonder what would have happened had you done it.
1: So well, definitely that's true, give man. it a go at some point. but well, we'd all have to get on board with kind of like how we want to run the business. You know, my dad couldn't act like my dad if we were in business together. And yeah. I, I wonder how that would work out, how that would affect our relationship and stuff, too. So I
0: guess you could just set some boundaries and, and no, for sure. you know, and well, give and it I've a thought,
1: shot. I've thought about that all um, if I were to go into business with him. So I think right now, though, we're all about a year into this professionally. And... We're all loving it, you know. We all get together on Sundays and stuff. And um, my my dad and my cousin both play D&D with me, actually, Uh every other Sunday. So that's, like, kind of our time to hang out and get together and talk about, you know, crazy clients, these crazy stories that have happened to people, you know, the the cool people that we run into in this job. And, you know, hey, how much money did you make this week, all that. So, you know, we're all kind of wait until the moment where we feel like the time is right to maybe start our own thing maybe start our own barbershop in utah county right. you know and, and i think we got a good little uh business plan all the all the family working together you know
0: so what is the coolest part about i know you haven't been in long but tell me the coolest part about it
1: Dude, 100% the people. I don't even know if I love cutting hair that much as much as I love talking to you guys. Well,
0: oh, you're, you're just a therapist, basically. Well, for you're sure, man. A, but
1: you guys therapize me too, man. Inexpensive
0: like, therapist is what
1: you are. For sure. I, I had a client who actually ended up kind of, you know, uh, just talking about a lot of the issues and the problems that he was having, and he decided to go to treatment after the conversations that we had really cool i haven't seen him since so i hope everything's okay yeah. but he had some wild stories yeah he, he was uh he was having a hard time kind of getting a grip on like how he wanted to go about this life i guess you know and i mean that was crazy you know a lot of law enforcement comes in here to the shop um i think I, I think especially after that dui man and, and going to jail i was i was really like bitter towards law enforcement and kind of just had a a negative outlook on that and i guess like now i've cut so many like cops hair and you know detectives sheriffs whoever you know it's like yeah they're not
0: evil people you just made some bad choices and they got
1: and they yeah. caught you well so it's you- like yeah, i can't not cut your hair when you come in here you know yeah so it's like if i'm doing something stupid you gotta kind of gotta arrest me right like, you got to do your job. He's got to do his. For sure. Yeah. So it's like it, it's cool. I've talked to this guy who works at the the jail. Actually, I went to, um, and he, I'm like, hey man, like, would you hook me up if I went to jail? And he's like, I mean, I'd like say hi to you. <laughs> yeah. Would
0: you hook me up? So would I was you, like, give me give less, would you give me one of those Give me a apples. nice,
1: comfortable cell. Yeah. Right. Probably not. but yeah. He's like, I mean, no, but I'd say hi. He'd be nice to you at least. Yeah. Treat you like a human. Which would be cool, and I mean, that's what I'm saying with this job, like, you meet so many different people, like, if I get pulled over, most likely, at least in Spanish Fork, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna know somebody who knows him, or know him, or possibly have cut his hair before, and it's like, I feel like, uh, one of the problems today, as far as, like, you know, all these issues with law enforcement, and, and that kind of stuff, is like, you know, back in the day, you used to have, like, I'm talking like, back in the cowboy days, like, like you'd know who the sheriff was of your town. You know who like who these people are. Like they're yeah, your neighbors. They're your and stuff. neighbors and friends. They, and they treat you like a person. Yeah. And it's such an emotionally charged job, like, oh, you know, you're telling me I'm doing something bad. Like, I don't like that because I don't feel like I'm a bad person. Like, you have to have no emotion with that job. You have to, when you're dealing with so many people throughout the day, man, like...
0: At, at their worst, usually?
1: For sure. Or on their worst days. Like, I mean, how many times do you hear that from cops or law oh, yeah. enforcement? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm usually pulling people over on their worst day. And then the last thing they need is, like, to get pulled over. Yeah. So, I mean, I think any job, dude... Anything that you do, you're going to become slightly jaded. Oh, I know. Yeah. And I think, okay. like, that, uh, I don't know. That's why I don't, like, love hospitals all the time or whatever. It's like you see so many people. You know, uh, what, what's it called? The person, like, the type of person that thinks they're sick all the time?
0: Hypochondriac.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, how many people in, in a day do you deal with that think they're just, like, dying of COVID? And it's just, oh, like, now. they got a little cold. So. Yeah, now it's everyone, right? So, dude, how how do you not get jaded doing that?
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you have to. I mean, I I couldn't do it. I tried out for the Utah Highway Patrol about 5 years ago because I was I in a career crisis that. and I'm glad I didn't get it. I don't think I could have I don't think I had
1: the temperament for it and highway patrol are the real nerds they're the ones like that's where they were it was the easiest one to go after well and I say uh, like maybe that sounds mean but I just mean that like you know you got like city cops and sheriffs and people who deal with like you know domestic violence these types of things and you got highway patrol guys who are getting you for your tint and stuff It's, it's, it's I, I'm not now. saying necessarily like, that I, I don't like cops, but yeah. I, you know, like I said, I've, I've learned well, a lot. But. It's like
0: any group of people, there's good, good ones and not so good ones. Yeah, you gotta find the, ones. And the, the
1: sticklers are the ones that wow. go for highway patrol, I've found. <laughs>
0: yeah. <clears throat> well, when I know when, I, when they voted me off the island finally, they said, you should go work at the jail. At, at, at the start at the prison, and I was like, "No, I'd rather hang myself than do that." So I was like, "No, I get, I'm gonna give this up."
1: Besides, the pain's yeah, terrible. And, and like, my dad's done the correction thing, and like, dude, just like his attitude towards life is so different now that he's not doing that. He used to be a real angry guy, you know, like, and and I, he'll even admit that to this day, like, you know, how much he's mellowed out ever since not having to be around
0: you know the yeah. scum of the earth. Because you, yeah, you're at. The people when they're at their worst, and you're dealing with that
1: negativity day yeah, in and day out, I don't. Well, I had it takes a, a special that actually soul. Went to the went to prison. Yeah, he's totally different now. It took him a minute to like kind of figure out how to how to be in in the normal world, you know. Yeah. Um, I think I read this thing that it takes, like, 30 days for, for a human being to adjust. Oh, to, to change. To, yeah. to adjust change to their it. environment. Yeah. And so, I mean, 30 days you're in prison and all of a sudden it's like you're you're about that life now. Yeah. And it's a whole different culture. Right. Oh, for sure. The stuff that you would tell me when he'd call me, He's like, yeah, man, we had, like, a, a gang fight the other day. Like, there's, like, these two Hispanic gangs in the... Um, in the prison decided to have like a little war or whatever so wow. like in the middle of the lunchroom he's like dude there was blood everywhere and I, I can't like he was like it was crazy and he was just talking about it so casual I was like like my buddy from high school like we used to hang out with girls and stuff and like just you know mess yeah. around and yeah like you know and now he's talking about this stuff so casually it's like weird to see the, yeah, that, the transition it messes you up I have uh,
0: one of my interviews is a three-part interview with a a young kid I knew when I first moved to Utah got into heroin when he was 15 and he's now 30 wow and he spent two years in county jail six years in Utah State Prison got out that's when I interviewed him because he was doing really well and then he, he he's now back in but just the it, it way he has talked a way about
1: it of conditioning you I remember when I had to do my community service um the the, the guy the, officer or whoever it was that was like put us all in the bus and made us pick up the bullets he, he was like I finished my two days and I then I was like hey I'm never gonna be back he's like yeah you will you know it's like it's not very encouraging but he, he probably well, just knew he just knew the patterns but yeah which sucks because it's like you know there's not a lot of room for like outliers he's like you'll be back you know we never had like he, he didn't say it like he was mad at me, or frustrated, he just he's just like, no, you'll be back. Like, like, I, I, it was first time being in jail, first time doing that, like, hearing that, I was like, oh, hell no, like, it's even more incentive to not, you know, like. So, did you prove him wrong? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I've been so far so good. Good. You never no. know, dude. <laughs> no? <laughs> yeah, you college. do. You know. No, I do. Here. I have a daughter now. I haven't, um, I haven't picked up my my drug habits or anything like that i wouldn't even say drug habits i think i used to smoke weed a lot and just kind of like you know living a good life now where it's just like you know my my find yeah you know people say they got anxiety and stuff it's because they don't it's because there's a lot of problems there's a lot of hardships in this world and it's like you know it's hard to face them it's hard to figure out a, a good way to to do it i think it's so easy to get addicted to anything, man, but I you just kind of choose like hopefully one that's healthy And so I've been working out like six days a week and you know I've I got that anger bug that my dad had, you know, right. It's kind of like a family trade like, you know, We all it's a learned all. behavior. You mean Yeah, should, yeah, maybe not a family trait, but yeah, but you've uh, just watched it throughout the years man. It's it really has been like you know, from my grandpa down, at least as far as I remember, you know, there's always been a lot of, there's been a beast, yeah, inside us that, and I'm sure a lot of men can relate with that, and I'm sure some women too, but just like this, this kind of, I, you know, I think about like um, the past, like our ancestors, like, you know. We used to, like, have to, like, kill people for land yeah. and, like, like go to war and shit, yeah. like, just to survive. And You know, as men, like, we're kind of descendants of that nature. So it's, like, if yeah. you're not doing anything yeah, to, like... The, yeah, the warrior. Or, yeah, or even, like, when we were monkeys, man, like, having to, like... What do you mean, were? <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Yeah. Just look around you. I yeah, think some of us right? still are. No, that, that, that's what I'm saying. It's, like, this, 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 some of us, I think, still need to, like... I guess take care of that that thing that's in our nature to like have to. It's called getting, have to fight to it's survive. It's called getting married. <laughs>
0: yeah. Or having you because you have a girlfriend and a daughter now, so it's, yeah, that's kind of the same thing. So that'll oh, that'll sure. teach will, you things you can't learn any other way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna
1: propose soon too,
0: probably. Yeah. Cool. I know, mean, dude. I might. You got a date Go on, yet that you're gonna do
1: that? Yeah. Yeah. I just I don't know. Probably at the end of this month, I'm gonna try to. I'm going to try to do it before Uh, we're going on a trip to Florida. Everybody wants me to do it in Florida, but I'm like what they I want. I don't know anybody in Florida. I don't know photographers. It's like two grand for a photographer in Florida. Yeah. Or I can get her mom to do it. It's like, I don't know how much I want my mother-in-law to be a part of my proposal.
0: Are we doing yours first? Or proposal.
1: You? Yeah. She's a nice lady, but yeah. Yeah. she's kind of okay. trying to do my thing with that, you know? Perfect. Fabulous. So, how are you doing? yeah. I, I don't know, man. I'm nervous, but like we have a baby now and everything. It's like... How long you been together? Almost four years. So,
0: what are you nervous about? Okay. Um... Think
1: she won't say yes? No. I just care about her a lot. So anytime I get nervous about something, usually that means I care. What's the worst that can happen? It's like a good nervous. It just okay. so I heard um, Marcus Luttrell on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast was talking about this, but it's like he's like you need to be nervous for some of this stuff. Like it's the switch that turns you on yeah. to like you know like caring it's like the, the switch that needs to happen in your body to make sure that like you you do what you need to for that and maybe, so maybe like, you don't get complacent yeah. if you're not nervous exactly. you get complacent. well dude every time i've gotten complacent with even just feeling like i'm good at cutting hair even it's like if i just come into it like thinking i'm already the best or like i'm doing a good job like i'll suck that you don't, you, know, you don't i'll, I'll push suck yourself every time yeah you get, you get lazy hundred yeah, percent, man. Yeah, that's true. hundred percent of the time. So it's like, I just, I like getting nervous now, man. It means I give a shit about yeah, whatever's exactly. about to happen. Yeah, exactly, yeah. No, I've said that before. It's like, if you don't, if you just walk into it casual and you don't really care. Like, dude, I've never done a podcast before. I've never, like, sat down with somebody and, like, you know, like, talked about something. I've never felt like I'm that interesting of a person. But, like, I did care that this was, like, I, I care that this is something that you love and that you enjoy. And I care that, like... You know, I, you know what my secret yeah, is to retaining clientele they and like keeping fair. people coming back, man. Is I actually care about them. That's huge. Can't That's really like fake that. You no. know, it's like some people, some people don't. But I have a I have a client that came to me once a week, man, and he and he's been gone for I haven't seen him for a while, and I yeah. just I, I messaged him on on Snapchat and I was like, hey man, I hope everything's all right, like
0: whatever. And he's yeah. like,
1: yeah, depression sure bugs kind of hit, and I oh. just told him like, hey man. Like, if you need anything, like, reach out to me. Like, come in, get pampered, man. I'll, I'll buy you a drink and stuff, and we can we can talk about it and hang out. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. When you're depressed, it's kinda of hard to do that stuff, I, but. I've I never
0: really struggled with that, other than, like, a month in college when I got dumped by a girl. <laughs> so I can't even imagine struggling with
1: that daily. That's it's like the best way to, to lose weight. That too trying to get buff to just break up with your girlfriend yeah, that's, just, <laughs> that's it's crippling
0: and I can't imagine dealing with it on a daily basis that's that's a, a literal hell
1: you know what I think man I because like here's the thing it's like we're all like to survive like we we have to have like a community right like the ultimate thing that you can do is like get married like, that's like that's the that's the peak right that's like gold standard for efficient human yeah Maybe not so much anymore, but that's kind of, like, you know, the family dynamic. If you look at, like, any religion or whatever, like, that's what it's all about, right? So it's, like, it, nowadays, like, instead of, like, being in these giant tribes to survive or whatever, we just create our own tribe mm-hmm. is what I think. Well, now, so, so my girlfriend and my baby, that's my little tribe. Yep. And, uh, man, if I lost my tribe, like, I think the worst thing that you can do to a person, right, what is it, like, uh put them is in prison it. and put them in an Iso- isolation, isolation right so then when you get isolated when somebody doesn't love you anymore yeah, when right? somebody doesn't well, we care I feel
0: like when your tribe history, like abandons you, you
1: and you gotta find your new one like mm-hmm. I think that's why breakups that's why oh, like yeah. heartbreak is on, probably one of the worst old things old. that could ever happen mm-hmm. to you Like mm-hmm. You know, like family members dying or like stuff like that. That's 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 hard for sure because you're losing a member of your tribe. But it's almost the same. When well, know. when you know they're alive and
0: you, and they don't want to be a part of you or you're not right. not in the club, that's that's probably worse because yeah. you it, know there's, that, a, there's, that there's a choice yeah. that's been made where someone's passing. That's not.
1: Yeah. Exactly. You can at least find what is it uh, closure in yeah. that you can sit there and say like. They, they died. Like they, yeah. at least they still loved me when they died. Right? Yeah, like, so yeah. Shit, yeah. man. That's it's that, that stuff. That's the real depressing stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> L- losing your tribe.
0: Yeah, that's. Uh, um, I haven't experienced a ton of that, but
1: you know, um, obviously family members have passed. Oh, but I have, man. But I think some people just, I don't know, like you know, arranged marriages in <laughs> in India work because they make them work. And I'm not going to sit here and say that, like, I really believe in true love. I just think that you find somebody that chooses you and then you choose them back. And then you do that every single day for the rest of your lives, hopefully. Yeah. Ooh, that's profound,
0: man. That's a hashtag right there. <laughs> find yeah. someone that chooses you back. That's yeah.
1: Great. But they got to do it every day, dude. That's, you do. You that's kind of a hard commitment. To you do find have to do it every day. Somebody off the street, you know. That's yeah. And that's what we're all looking for, right? That's what we're all trying to do. That's what we got apps for it, man. <laughs> like, hey, hopefully I can find somebody that chooses me every day. Yeah, well. And I've, then one day maybe they don't, and it sucks. And, uh, I, uh, I, I think I found that person. I think I found somebody that's willing to, to, to
0: choose around. me every day,
1: which is pretty cool, dude. Well, now you guys are you're kind of, you're,
0: well, you're, you're more than committed. You've got oh, yeah. a child. How old is your daughter? Five months. Five, Five months, three, yeah. So that's, three days ago. That, that, uh, that changes the whole game. Dude, it's
1: wild, man. Like, just seeing her be a person.
0: And the personality is probably starting to come in now.
1: Yeah, right? Dude, I, yeah, for sure. She, dude, she screams every time she sees me. Like, big smile and then screams and starts freaking out. Because she doesn't get to see me a lot. I work 40 hours a week, and I'm always here right. hanging out with other people. But, like, when I get to see her, man, it's a, it's a treat. But I don't know, man. Like, for sure, favorite part about this job is the people. Well,
0: yeah and i was just thinking that just the conversations we've had and where that's gone because there's no real there's no you talk about this or you, you talk about everything it's like sitting on the porch like an, i feel like an old man you know, were talk sitting on the porch just talking about whatever that's, well, dude, that's, that's my that's, that's my whole
1: life, life dude <coughs> like and it's a good it's a good feeling too because i mean like I, t- I tell everybody this because I'm not a very, like, religious person. I'm, I'm per- I am I'm I feel like I'm spiritual. But if I had a religion, it would be people. Because, like, I don't really care, like, who you are or, like, what you believe in. I just know that you'll probably be able to teach me something if I, like, listen. You can learn from anybody. Yeah. 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 You, can learn from, you can learn something from everybody. And... No, it's true, man. And sometimes I just say some shit and I'm just like, damn, I got to remember I said that. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I teach myself something. Yeah. But... You know, that individual is the catalyst for that or, or whatever.
0: Uh, I, I have this theory that we, we, people come into our lives or we come into theirs to either learn something or, or teach them. Yeah,
1: for sure, man. Though. For sure. Well, and it's like, dude, what better place to do it than a barbershop? Everybody needs a haircut, right? So, I mean, I got a yeah. hell of people coming into my life, teaching me shit.
0: And you got captive audience, and you have sharp objects. I mean, come on, what are they gonna do? Run away? I uh, know it's true, dude. You can't really do much. Here, lay on. back and expose your neck, and I'm going I have this yeah, razor, shave it. How close of dude, friends are friends? Are we? Like, could you imagine, like, like just the, the feeling of like making
1: somebody happy? Like I have this uh, this burly construction worker guy the other day who's like, you know, I, can't, I just can't get the line straight on my beard. So I don't like doing a beard. Right. I was just like, okay, man, like, but, like, you yeah, haven't come to me yet. I got you. Like, I can do this. Yeah. I can make you, you, like, look good and feel good right now. And, uh, you know, we just talked for a minute and I, I gave him a fade for the first time he's ever had a fade. A couple things like that where it was just like, it just like stuff that I do literally every day for like my own clientele and like, he, you know, you turn him around and you can't, he can't smile like too much, you know, but I caught it like right at the end and just like he was so happy. Like he was so happy. Like, he, was so happy. he had no idea he could look that good. Yeah. yeah. And like, dude, he was, he was stoked.
0: He was so happy.
1: And like. There's no better feeling than that because, like, I had a good conversation with him too, you know? So at the end of it, like, made him feel good, but I also learned something from him. And I basically just do that every single day of my life.
0: Yeah. Well, you. If, if
1: well, there's a saying that says, if you want to be interesting, be interested. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Well, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, you can't fake caring about it, but it's also like. Like yes. I, she I genuinely like love my clients, boots. man. Yeah. For whatever that's worth and however long that lasts, because you know some people come and some people go, but like for the moment that they're <laughs> with me, like they're my best friend, you know. Yeah. And but like for reals, for reals, my best friend, like not just not just whatever, you know. Yeah. It's like
0: it's, I, yeah. I, 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 I get you. I
1: don't know, dude. I I love what I do. And like I said, it's not even so much the cut and hair thing. It's the it's the people I get to talk to. It's like the so my friends.
0: What what question or like what is there is there something I haven't asked you that like you want people to know about what you
1: do and in this world that you're in? Um, not necessarily not anything I haven't already like talked about. I guess it's just you know it's like finding a good barber dude is hard. There's a lot more things than just a lot more than just uh, getting a good haircut. You also gotta like him a little bit, but find yourself a good barber, dude. Yeah. Whoever that is. Might not be me, but,
0: you know. oh, like, It is now.
1: <laughs> no, I. well, here's, I'm just saying like like I said, people come and go, and it's like, you're not always gonna love exactly what I do, or maybe like love talking to me, or really even care that much, but, like, you know, it's kind of worth it, man. Worth it to find somebody that makes you look good and feel good. Yeah.
0: Have you seen the movie
1: um, Soul, the animated movie? Dude. Yeah, that barber part was my favorite part, too. And dude, guess what, like, I, I was certainly not born to be a barber for sure, but I find my, my spark, I get it from, from you guys, and that's why I do this job, and that's why I make sure that I'm good at cutting hair, too, because I want you to keep coming back, yeah. <laughs> so I can talk to you. It's wow. not, so, I don't care about your hair that much.
0: <laughs> you, 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 I mean, with your personality, I think you, you know, you'd, be, you'd be successful at doing
1: whatever it was you're doing. So. Well, dude, I just act like myself, that's all.
0: Weird. Like, yeah, yeah, be yourself. Everyone else is taken. Well, they yeah, it's, it's pretty
1: cool, though, too, because I'm surprised how many people come back. I'm big on validation because my mom always told me I was, like, the best ever. Yeah. So, you know, I need that from other people. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I Most of us do, though, we right? We do.
0: It's, it's just a human need. You know, you want to feel like you matter. Yeah. And that you provide value just by well, your I'm existence.
1: Not, yeah, and I'm not saying, like, I, like... Don't have like a strong sense of self and kind of like you know like I guess like I, I don't already have myself covered. You know I don't need other people to make me feel good, but it but it does help. It does. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're confident in your own existence, but it's nice yeah, to have. Yeah, it's nice to have people telling you that. try And then, and now now the new challenge is like don't get too big of a head. You know because it's like yeah, got to keep trying. Like I said, it's like when I when i think i'm the best already then i suck <laughs> i'm well, not as good as my, if you're the, at my job if you're the best then where do you go from there oh no, for sure but it's weird man it's like i literally do not not as good haircuts when when that's happening yeah <laughs> when i'm like oh yeah i got this i gotta just Which is a, good. i gotta be just, a little bit it's nervous a, it's a ba- yeah, it's a balance there yeah I'm confident in my abilities, but I I gotta stay a little bit nervous, man.
0: Yeah, no, that that makes sense. Keep yourself, you know, stretch yourself, and always be learning. And you know, it's easy to get complacent, and I yeah, for
1: sure. Like just with you know, with my getting complacent and stuff like that, hundred percent. Yeah. so it's like you guys can like do some days, I just don't even want to cut hair at all. But you know, I'll talk to somebody and I'll be you like, know, "Okay, I can do this." I can. Yeah. yeah, that was a pretty cool conversation or whatever.
0: My has things, and I well, it's like you almost want to. I have it on my whiteboard in my office it just says you know be comfortable be be comfortable being uncomfortable
1: dude for sure well that and that's what i'm saying that's what i mean when i say like you know i enjoy being nervous now because i just i just know that means i care you know it's like yeah it's a cool feeling to know when you actually care about something mm-hmm. what do you think man dude i look shiny yeah want to throw some product in there do you yeah. want to do anything else
0: Let's throw some product in there and make okay. me shine. I just kind of
1: tapered up the back for you too, so it's okay. not squared off. Just a little blended in.
0: No, looks good. Looks way better than I walked in here. I'm gonna grab this product because it's right here. Okay. What's that? Yeah, cool. No, Well, in wrapping up here, any any final final thoughts this time?
1: Um. I, I just appreciate you, man. Think, thinking I'm cool enough to be on here, I think uh, you're cool enough. <laughs> or, you passed the cool test. Well, like, yeah, I don't know that I even have something interesting to say. I hope more than anything, like that, that like somebody gets something out of it. That that's like well, we'll what see. I care most. I'll,
0: we'll put it out there and we'll see.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I'm stoked. I'll have yeah. to listen to it. I can't let my girlfriend listen to it because she'll out my proposal
0: that's oh yes, right well <laughs> afterwards you can share it with her yeah, and then we'll go from there sure. well cool man I appreciate no, it thanks so much and uh, and we'll see you on the next cut thank you again for listening to the parish the thought show we would love your comments and feedback on our website at briankeithparish.com slash feedback if you love or hate what you hear please give us a rating on whatever platform you find us